0: This is Wave 105. Hello, Andy Jackson here on the evening show. Can we welcome my special guest this evening, who is Ray? Hello. Hello. How are you this evening?
1: I'm fabulous, how are you?
0: Very good indeed. I've got to say, you're looking like you're on top of the world at the moment. You've got a lot going on, haven't you?
1: Yeah, we're busy, definitely super busy at the moment, but we love being busy.
0: New single is called Please Don't Touch which we will talk about in a couple of moments or so but you've appeared on a lot of people's stuff sort of um, you know as, as co-writing or you mm-hmm. know sort of being in in, in the background sounds round mm-hmm. doesn't it but you know doing vocals and other people's projects and that kind yeah. of stuff as well and there was a question we were just asking because you know you what was it cigarettes that you're on with um, Mabel
1: uh-huh.
0: was it Steph London or Steph London
1: Steph London yeah London <laughs> so
0: we had a bit of a discussion about what was going because half <laughs> the people say it. one thing so there we go but you're you're nice and easy Ray, yes, which is easy and Very that's simple. so simple, same as my ex-wife. So I cannot go, oh.
1: <laughs> cannot go wrong with Let's that. Let's not open up that that, <laughs> oval, that can of worms.
0: Not. There we go. So Lisa, as we mentioned just there, you've done loads of stuff for loads of other people, but um, not a particularly musical family that you've come from down London Way, was it?
1: Well, not so just not professionally. I mean, my my parents grew up in the church. My dad always played keys. He was actually trying to be in a band when he was younger. It was called. Um, jo- Joseph called John or something. He was in a band when he was younger. But, um, so they're kind of like living the dream through everything I'm through doing now, tr- yeah. which is crazy. Even my granddad was a songwriter. Really? Not professionally. Again, he was just a Yorkshire lad. Um, and he, you know, sent in a lot of um, music to record labels. He actually got a huge song stolen off him, but I don't even want to say it on radio because um. I can't deal with the lawyer. <laughs> Really? The lawyer charges, but, you Can know... You,
0: by, by, like, a household name.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, okay, this is this is the nitty-gritty of the stuff now. Because there. yeah. there's a lot of this kind of stuff goes on. I know there's all kinds of lawsuits go on yeah. all the time. When, yeah. you know, people, sometimes you could accidentally take something because you heard it when you were were seven and it's gone and you thought that. And I can understand that. I can understand that. this
1: one was word for word, note for note, chord for chord. So It wasn't even a happy accident. But you hear nightmares about that all the time. What was it like? Angels or something was stolen from some Irish guy in a pub. Someone went up to him paid him a £100 cheque, signed the rights away and then, you know what I mean? And that song's making millions and millions and millions and the writers aren't getting the credit. So it's crazy to know that that's what my history is but you know my granddad's watching his granddaughter like writing for some of the biggest stars and he's so proud yeah, you know? that so It's good. come back around
0: the, the reason I said you're not from a particularly musical family is because I picked one of your tweets at random you said my dad worked my dad worked in insurance and my mum works for the NHS yeah yeah,
1: yeah word, but that's <laughs> still factual that's still the truth yeah so, so,
0: so, so it must be absolutely lovely for them then in that yeah, case
1: yeah for sure they're very proud and it's been a long time coming as well like I've had this little dream since I was 11 years old I wrote in my yearbook I would like to be a recording artist and a songwriter you know so i wanted this ever since I was a little baby too do you
0: know what sometimes though that that does happen for people as well and they always say you know dream your dream mm. and if you you know if you want it bad enough it will happen right. and that is absolutely true ridiculously when I was 12 I said I wanted to do this job no that, way that, I, that I'm now doing now and I was 12 oh. and I wanted to do I so love that. I've got so much respect for people who say, "I know what I want to do. I'm going to crack on mm-hmm. and do it." And you've done it, and you have done it exactly the same thing.
1: <laughs> I
0: love that, yes, Andy. <laughs> so there we go. So, I mean, what about sort of formal training and stuff? Was it uh, you went to one of the, um, you know, the proper? I Brit went to the great school. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that was amazing. I was there for two years. That was probably um, that was like my, I guess, my only bit of like professional. Experience, but I learned so much being there. You know, so many incredible people have been to that school. yeah, I had an amazing, t- amazing time. I left at sixteen and kind of started working as a writer full time.
0: Now, if I throw the re- the reference "Kids from Fame" at you, yeah, because obviously that was a TV show that I grew up to. Yeah, a- yeah. How, how much, how much like, like that is was is the British School? Do you
1: know what? Probably similar, <laughs> quite similar. People, someone there's always someone in the canteen on a guitar, like singing some, singing songs, musical theatre students dancing around the hallways. Um, and that competitiveness definitely exists too. I think, though, in a way, it just prepares you for the industry. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of like hormonal 14 year olds being thrown together, everyone hungry and creative. It makes have, an interesting environment.
0: Because the music bit's the fun bit, but it's yeah. making, you know, being able to pay the bills out of it that is, yeah. the, that is the tough bit. And that's the bit that a lot of people sadly don't, I guess they teach you that at,
1: yeah. at
0: school now, don't they? Yeah. And not mean, to get ripped off.
1: No, and the creative industry is very cutthroat, and you don't start seeing money until you know you start to have success. So it can be like a lot and lot of years of like you know being broke, investing into your dreams. You know, even your first, my first few tours, it costs so much more to put on a show than the money that you will get from back. From does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like. You know, you have to like really love being an artist to be an artist nowadays. Because like you know, it's a, it's twenty four seven. I can't think about anything else. I'm so in love with what I do. You know. But yeah, it's definitely cutthroat and they, d- they do prepare you for that at school.
0: Tell me about the single then, Please Don't Touch, because uh, that is very much what people are talking about all the time. Yeah. Everybody's politically correct. is mm-hmm. me too, me, you know, this, that yeah. and the other. What made you go down that particular road with that particular song?
1: Well, you know what? I think the phrase Please Don't Touch Me If You Don't Mean It, you can perceive it in several different ways. And mine, what my intention behind the song, I'm a very emotional person. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm very full on I'm a Scorpio woman if that means anything to you Um, and I wanted to create something I was feeling really sad just falling out of love again and um, I kind of fell into the studio with that sentence and I was like I need to make something like this to empower myself because you know I just would rather you just tell me from the outset there's going to be an issue you know please don't touch me if you don't mean it if you're not going to mean it then clarify that and we won't have any issues, you know? And I feel like a lot of my fans as well relate to that concept, you know, something to basically just put before somebody you like and be like, listen to this song. Okay, cool, you've heard it? Okay, great, now.
0: Is it, you say that you, you'd fallen out of love, is it, is it still a thing, uh, a lot of people say to me that it's, it's really easy to write about heartbreak and, mm. and stuff like that. Mm. I would find that so, so hard mm. to, you know, if you've gone through a bad thing. Yeah. I would find it really hard to talk about that, yeah. effectively to strangers, but yeah. every songwriter I've met says, if you've got a really bad story, yeah. write it down. Does that actually help you as well?
1: Well, I tell you, everything negative and traumatic or painful, or awful that I've been through in my life makes for incredible music and that is the saddest thing about being a songwriter is it's like the fact that my life is just always in shambles my personal life is always just a mess on the floor means that my music is always good <laughs> it's just so silly um, and even able to implement that into other people's music someone's was like I'm heartbroken I'm like honey sit down like let's get into it you know um, but you know what ironically this heartbreak that I've recently been through that was my song love me again and please don't touch it was the only two songs i've written about that specific moment because i was that was a really painful one for me and i think even too painful for me to want to indulge my pen i was just i was just like i've written these two okay no more like now i'm just gonna stop and just get over it you know so yeah. you,
0: so the word from Ray is that if you want a successful music career your personal life has to be hideous. I'm not joking <laughs> like
1: all my favorite songwriters, like Julia Michaels like all my favorite songwriters we're all just always broken hearted all the time. We're always going through saying, you know, oh god. What's the dream
0: for you now? Because obviously, you know, you've done what you wanted to do since you were, you know, seven years old. Mm-hmm. This is it. What's the next? What's the next? You know, where do you want to be? Ooh, I mean, like a job interview.
1: The dream? No, the dream is to just. I mean, I've kind of gone away in 2019 and maybe even the 20 2018. Disappearing into studios and learning how to produce, kind of getting better at my craft, figuring out my perspective. Um, so 2020 is going to be a lot of a lot of new music, some really exciting collaborations really soon. Um, I'm just like ready to. I've just shot three videos. So I'm ready to just overwhelm everyone with lots of Ray content. So hopefully, yeah, just and maybe even an album, which I'm working towards. But it's my debut album. You know how it be like, you can only do it once. Um, so it just has to be perfect. And cause obviously you've heard like Ray stuff on EDM songs and I've done some like Afrobeat and some R&B and pop, pop, pop. So there's just lots of like things that I can do cause I'm a writer. So for me as an artist, focusing it in, being like, this is the sound. This is what I will look like. This is what you're gonna get. And this but is I'm it. excited
0: this is the sound Ray thank you for joining us tonight this is the new single please don't touch on wave 105